0: Welcome to this Adelaide Place podcast. I'm Fiona Stewart and this is the third of four conversations that I had with Stephen Cruthers, our lead pastor. If you haven't listened to the first two episodes, then I would highly recommend going back and listening to those before you listen to this next one. We're talking about Stephen's sabbatical, about what he learned from that, about how we can benefit from some of that learning as a church community. And in this conversation, we talk about what it looks like to be part of a beloved community, a place of inclusion and safety. Safety. It's a slightly shorter episode this time, but without further ado, here's our conversation. So, NYC, you've had your three days yep. of wandering about like a loner, yep. eating your nice food and semi enjoying you but sure. not being able to talk to anyone. I'm not sure.
1: I, I like that characterization, but yeah, I was there. Wandering around yeah. lonely
0: as a worm in the big apple. Um, and it's, so, you, you 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 rock up at this retreat, and, and you said. I rocked that, up, yeah. <laughs> I rocked, <laughs> <you> rocked up.
1: <laughs> in my kilt yes
0: with your so-called <laughs> Scottish accent Um but you, you said that with within a very quick moment of being there you felt like you were part mm. of some kind of community even though you'd not met these people before yeah. you talked about a beloved community mm. what does that mean? what's a beloved community? what was it about it that made it beloved? Do we say beloved or beloved? I quite like beloved
1: I, it's like blessed or blessed yeah, I, no, I, I get it mixed up it every time Yeah, I don't know Um what was it about it that made it a sense of beloved. Um, one of the things they did was, um, oh, I like the salted caramel um, thingies on arrival with good coffee. That immediately was speaking my love language. I mean, it's the I Adelaide
0: place, way, really. Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, things <laughs> decent <that> are, food. <laughs> yeah, well, slightly unhealthy, but yeah. Um, so they they did a. One of the exercises they did on arrival, the first session, that was just, they asked what three words describe how you arrive here today. Mm-hmm. And that was an interesting thing, just shared around open mic, 80 people. And again, it was a, an, a, a measured, you know, we're all a bunch of strangers, but it was a measured introduction mm-hmm. into just being here. It asked something of me, so I couldn't just be passive. Yeah. Had to be present immediately. Um, and but it's contained. It's like, I could come up with three words, you know. Um, and so that that was one th- simple thing they did to help um, frame it. The, the second, the first thing, group time, we went, went to twos and threes. Um, and I can't remember how it was. I, I think it was framed about just holding each other's longings. And there was a few things going on early in just Some family stresses, um, one, some to do my mum's, Health um, and a, and a few other things are going on a pretty big deal whilst I was mm-hmm. away in New York, and I, I was just mindful of those. And again, because in the context of mature other leaders, it felt quite able to just name a couple of mm-hmm. things that were going on. I thought I said, to them, like, here's what's going on. Background, you know, I'm a million miles away here in New York, but I'm mindful of that. Mm-hmm. And just to be able to name that with people who who didn't reply with kind of they didn't pray solutions they they just heard it they, they they just heard me share the some of the raw challenges that were going on or at that time and again no counseling just uh you've been heard and seen and we respect that and just leave it there and then we and, and went right I think that was really refreshing because mm-hmm. so often when you share stuff somebody that wants to come in and say something positive and I don't need something positive it's, I just need to be heard uh-huh. and seen and I, I don't need
0: it solved Actually. or I, I, I know I, you can't solve exactly. it exactly and uh-huh.
1: yeah. you people again in that room you're going to suspect most people have thought through things from a number of angles so if they're naming something they don't have easy solutions and there might not mm-hmm. be and mm-hmm. it might just be and I think there's something about just being seen and heard without judgement and without um, solutions that felt mature and safe, ultimately. Um, and again, one of one of the it was on the back, of, if I remember correctly, one of the sessions that the, the the talking input was around encouraging us to live live the mystery, live with mystery, and live it, and embrace mystery in our faith, and and so it really helped just that sense of again back to when it's, I was saying at the very start about not wanting conferences with solutions. Retreat space takes you more mm-hmm. exposed and honest before God where actually he becomes the solution, the only source and the only only bam for that moment. And actually there's a wisdom in a room that can that is convicted of that and knows you don't need a solution, you need the source, mm. which is the Father, the Son and the Spirit. And there's just something powerful happens when you're, in a room with people who just are convicted of that mm-hmm. because they don't have to save you and they don't have to rescue or help you in that moment. And that, that, that to me starts to open up space to show up and really, and and really show up as, um, uh, as, 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 you know, the, the challenge is always for people in, in sort of pastoral leadership positions is, you know, you, the danger can be there's grace for everybody but yourself. Uh-huh. And actually, again, that was not even part of the equation. Now. It's just like we all are here to feast on grace because we all need it.
0: So so if I'm understanding that rightly, that, that sounds like a place of um equality of grace almost. Does that make sense as a phrase that, that we all come... With equal access to grace, but also equal acknowledgement of what we bring into that space—is that?
1: Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a good way of um, summing up. It's um...
0: and and how so? But but how thinking about how I phrase this? So so how do we create that here? So so I think the word safety is really interesting mm-hmm. because it's a word that's used quite a lot, isn't mm-hmm. it? In yeah, terms yeah. of a place where. Is this an environment where I feel safe yes. in my identity, and I'm yes. using that word very specifically, yeah, yeah, yeah. culturally? How do we how do we create spaces where people whose identity is maybe not recognised or there's a fear around acknowledging that? Uh-huh. How do we create spaces where where that becomes a beloved community? No pressure, <sighs> but if you just answer now, please. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So, for people who who maybe experienced the unsafe nature of church community,
1: well, the interesting thing in the context I was in America was they uh, for for me I, I was in a, a room with people on a wide spectrum of theologies and and backgrounds, and in New York they've had to wrestle that question of is church a safe space, and it's famously in many people's eyes not. Mm-hmm. Um, or all are welcome except and, and name the, the particular groups that you could, um, fill in the blanks who actually don't feel safe. And some of that is on grounds of sexuality, some grounds on race. you know, America and New York has had to deal with that mm-hmm. question head on. And the people in, in the room there were clearly uh, on different pages and different, um, issues, but, have had to recognise that actually no matter what we think we's, the church says, this is safe, this is inclusive, you can belong, beloved first here, that people's experience of that is is far from that. And so um, for, for me, how, how do you create a sense of beloved community? Again, if people, first of all, can't be seen, can't be heard, can't be understood, then I, I I think we we if we have another agenda for them at that particular time, it it desperately is not it's not a safe thing. I think you'd revert if the if on, if the shoes shoe was on the other foot, we would be if we were in a place where we felt vulnerable, excluded, or on the outside. I think what would ease us if we just felt we were welcomed, mm-hmm. understood, mm-hmm. and not pressured. And I think so much of the the safety and the identity or identity politics stuff in, 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 in well, you could point to UK, you could point to um, America, it feels unsafe whenever there is um, ideology or coercion, pressure, and, and I mean, ultimately, it's the, the, the simple answer is it comes down to the genuine intention of, love and mm-hmm. um, yeah, is that
0: an easy answer though? Is that an easy answer just to kind of talk in these terms?
1: I, I, I think it's it, it potentially it could be a potentially a cheap answer in one sense if we just uh if it's just a an idea, but you know, for, for me, a big thing on, on the, the trip was um, I, I knew I was in a room with people of different perspectives, particularly on some of the issues that are well-documented around sexuality. Uh, And the Episcopalian church is on on a particular um, posture and position on that that would differ to to different traditions, particularly in the the Baptist church in Scotland. But my conviction was, first of all, that I I wanted to be able to be in a room with people with different views and still call them brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. and still to be able to learn from, be heard, different people teaching from and I think that was to me a step further than just talking about love or talking about listening, talking about learning. I actually had to be present to learn from and in a room with and spend time with and go out for dinner together. That to me was the love in action, practical thing rather than for me there's a notional idea I thought I, I hope I can keep a sense of invitation and openness in various different contexts. For me, that is much more reality of actually, unless you're actually stepping into spaces to get to know specific people and to learn from them, then if it doesn't feel like um, the bending I see in Christ who stoops down from, mm-hmm. do you know, like that, that's a posture and that's not to say that I'm up here. I need to bend down towards a particular groups. So it's not that it's more the the heart of humility of Christ mm-hmm really brings us as humans just to look at people across the angle like like a oh, lot we suffer in the same condition here we're all in the same and uh-huh. need so that's so i think yeah yes it could be just a, a statement of love but if we're not spending time with eating with learning and i think that would be arguably a massive thing in jesus the life of jesus the people he ate with okay. laughed with um Touched and was comfortable with. Mm-hmm. I think the, if this is not real, then then love is just empty. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I, I I think there's something about that that means creates beloved community mm-hmm. um, amidst ongoing tensions. Particularly, you mentioned identity, or you know, like. I don't think any of these issues are going to be solved by not, arguing. By arguing. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's... And if
0: anything, we just drive each other into into corners, don't we? 100%. Mm-hmm. And
1: and so if our primary... If our primary intent though no, we might not say it like this or we might dress up with more spiritual reasons is to win or to be right, uh-huh. I think we fail on the grounds of love. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes it's mass or prayed as truth, which I'm there to some degree, but... You know, I I think, I think that can be disguised for winning arguments and and asserting that we hold the truth and nothing but the whole truth. You know, and, I and actually, th-
0: truth's a person. Ultimately, I think I think that I I just feel that's something I could go yeah, think yeah. about the rest of my life and yeah, never yeah. quite plumb the mystery of. And you talked about living yeah. the mystery,
1: and to be with that person, uh-huh. we are in communion around tables uh-huh. with you know with people different to ourselves and I think you know I, I yeah I, I think um our 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 intention has to be t- to love and to understand not um not to win. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Anything else you want to say?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Okay.